Hey guys, Austin here again, back with my bonus episode bullshit. Yes, we had uh, a third bonus episode for you guys. This is before we even started releasing the show. You can tell that in this one we didn't release it because I just kind of straight up ruined it. Also, we realized we didn't have the AC on until the very end, which was bad on our end. But uh, yeah, if you uh, listen to my story, I kind of kind of botch it, kind of kind of give it a bad nose job, kind of kind of you know you know give it a, a a little little too much off the top at my uh, my bris. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have no penis. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, give this one a good listen. We still have some great sketches, some great fun stuff for you guys. We're just releasing all this, and then we have one more bonus episode, which we didn't release, because we kind of did a weird format for that week, and we didn't know if we wanted to release it or not, but we're releasing it now, in addition for episode 25. Yeah, so that should be pretty exciting. Um, Alright, I'm going to stop talking now and play the show. The Danger Junior Educational Writers Room is brought to you by the University of Phoenix, now offering online classes specifically for the Amish. Subjects include post-Jesus literature, tax filing 101, and advanced microeconomic theory. Tuition starts at only five handwoven baskets. Welcome to the Danger Junior Writers Room. My name is Austin Zess, and I'm joined by my four gracious co-hosts. First up on my left, we got Jimmy Martin Enriquez, aka Jimmy D. Jimmy D. That's my uh, nickname, and uh, my my name is usually too long to say the whole thing, and I usually leave that out. Okay, I think this is longer than your actual name, so you didn't really have to. That is true. Well, now that I've explained it, I've saved us a lot of time for the future. For the future, we never have to do this again. Good. Ever. So you're welcome. Okay. Next up is <laughs> Penelope Fair, a.k.a. Megan Bagelberry, a.k.a. Megan Castleberry. That's me. Hey, Megan. That's me. I sometimes forget your name's actually not yeah, Bagelberry. And also, there were three names just said, so which one is it? Which one is it? A.k.a. Megalodon. Um, DJ Drunken Noodle. DJ Drunken Noodle. Bow, bow, well, bow, that's bow, the real bow. one, so... Uh, <laughs> Next to Megan, we got the coolest fucking guy in Austin, Texas, a.k.a. 252525, a.k.a. Blake Brown. <laughs> I don't know what those numbers mean, but hello. <laughs> because your full part's awesome, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Well, he, you're missing 25. <laughs> well, your full part's awesome. What? Well, I mean, your three well, parts, great. You know what's better than 24? No, I don't. 25. <laughs> 
she got so close to the mic when she said that. <laughs> ah, and Classic. finally, the man on my right and the right on my man, a.k.a. Uh-oh. DJ Kimchi Breath, a.k.a. Danger Junior Daddy, a.k.a. Logan Baggerly. That's me. I'm Danger come, Junior Daddy. How come one of my last names was Bagglebury, but he just gets... His last name because instead of our combined last name. It's a bit fucked up. And you didn't give also, my I said na- DJ name Drunken was, Noodle. My name. Yeah. yeah, and also I think late. actually in the Constitution I legally own you. Like, that I don't is know actually if that's, true. Yeah. Yes. Good yeah, thing I we're not. So. <laughs> I can just do whatever I want with my name. But Yeah. How was that inheritance? How was that treating you? Not much. Yeah, didn't Shout think so. Shout outs to Richard. Richard. Hey. It wasn't much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh... <laughs> For our first time listeners, what is the Danger Junior Writers Room? Why is this podcast better than everything else you're listening to? Well, shut up. Let me get there. God, you always talk over me. Well, he's got a script. Even for the even for the improv parts, he's he's such a writer. He's such a writer in his heart. You're such a writer. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking writer. This isn't the Danger Junior Improv Room. Okay. What do you think you are? I get bullied even amongst nerds. Okay. Okay. This is the show where members of the Danger Junior comedy troupe get together, talk for a little bit, write for an hour, and then y'all get to hear us workshopping our ideas or scenes, sketches, whatever we decide to write this week, you know, much like an actual writer's room. Dope. And we're also going to, I think, I think my favorite part about it is also we, we don't just just read this stuff, but we talk about it, right? Like yeah, we yeah, give yeah. each other notes. And Bouncing around that's the room. Like the that's that's the best part. All right. Well, uh, who wants to? I mean, I got a story. Yeah, with I someone thought. Yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, story, story so I've been waiting to hear the story since we. Okay, set up our you stuff. might have heard this story because Logan was there too. But I always <laughs> wanted to talk about this story. Okay. The time I went to the Army Surplus Station here in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Now, normal Army Surplus stores, right? Like I've been to Houston, like all over. It's kind of just in a strip mall, and it's a guy named Glenn. Mm-hmm. Glenn, you know, he served his he served his time in the military, and he kind of just runs Army Surplus. Very nice. And he's guy. just got a bag of stuff that he's really just trying to get rid of. Yeah, but it's just like shelves, yeah. and he just puts shit on the shelves, yeah. and you just buy that shit sometimes if you're really interested. Or, yeah. or in our case, you needed a prop for a movie, right? Yeah. So we go to the, I've never been to the Austin Army surplus, but it's like in North Austin, and it's like I missed it a couple times trying to get there. I didn't realize that the sign for the Army surplus store mm-hmm. was a mannequin and a gas mask. Hmm. Yes. That's not a joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. Yeah. Is that sign. Glenn? What? Is that Glenn? No, that is not. A, I don't know this guy's name, yeah. but we're gonna. We're and gonna also, it was a mannequin. It wasn't even a guy. Garrett. So. It's Garrett. It was yeah, weird. Garrett. And then you like pull in into this like dirt road. This is like major lane in Austin, Texas, like major metropolitan Austin. And you just like everything seems really paved and clean. Mm-hmm. And then you turn into this dirt road in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. You might as well be in like Arkansas. Arkansas is what I was gonna say. I was too. also saying, yep. Yeah, we were all thinking Arkansas. So Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. Fuck Arkansas. <laughs> Well, the, official danger 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 <laughs> the official danger junior stance. The official danger junior stance. Such a great state. It's <laughs> so a tech we, state of Arkansas. We pull in, and like I said, like army surplus stores are kind of just rented out in strip malls, like basic retail space. This place was a hut that was built a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, when you think of Austin weird, you think of just like free thinkers or cool musicians. Like, no, there's weirdos here. In Austin, yeah, and so you walk in. It's like a tent. Before you even walk in, there's just a broken down Jeep, and like a bunch of odd. Have you you've been there, right, Jimmy? We went one time. Yeah, I took you there. Okay, that's oh. how you know about it. Yeah, mm. and that's all I want to say. Interesting. So you've been there. You have a selective memory, Logan. Yeah, I guess I, <laughs> I, guess I do. Yeah. Ooh. 
So Logan and I walk in and we're we're shopping for props uh, for for a shoot we're trying to do. Um, we need army costumes. Uh, so we go in and it's not like in the best shape. It's just a wooden hut and they hand built wooden shelves. It's fine. But we go up to the counter and we see the owner who runs the shop. He's like a big guy. Like he, I think, how many people do you think he killed in his time serving? I'd say probably nine, four. He was probably nine foot, four inches. Oh no! Okay, I thought that was a KD ratio. No, you must be confused. <laughs> yeah, uh, when nine four zero. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So this big guy, tats all over. He's standing yeah. behind the counter. He's wearing like a t-shirt tucked and, into his jeans with black suspenders. Yeah, I was gonna say he had suspenders on. He did have suspenders, which automatically makes me feel more afraid. Um, Logan was definitely concerned for this guy because he had knives all around him. He had knives all behind him, knives in his counter. So I go up put all my stuff down. He rings it up and he goes, it's going to be uh, like $115. And I'm like, okay. And I hand him my credit card and he goes, no cash. I don't have $115. And he didn't cents. say no cash as in to say no cash. Mm-hmm. He said it with a question mark. Like he's, oh, so he's a libertarian. No cash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, and so I'm like, no, man, I have a credit card. Can you accept those? I, I see the card reader on the register, and he's like, yeah, I guess. Let me dust this thing off. It's going to be an extra 5% charge for a credit card on $115. Jesus. Yeah. Highway robbery. Right. So And so I'm just so I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't care. Extra like 5% is like, what, $4.32? Right? Mm-hmm. That was the extra surcharge. Something like Something like that. And what so, did you guys uh, buy? Just like some shirts. Just some shirts. I've never seen you say shirts. Oh, I do. Because yeah, I tried one on. You tried one on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was that day. And cool. so he's like going, he keeps ranting about why does no one carry cash on them anymore in this goddamn country? Mm-hmm. And I go, well, I don't have $115.82 on me usually. And I'm, you know, uh, I pay my bills bartender. Yeah, right? And he goes, Okay. Well, I mean, why do you use the card and not the cash? And I'm like, well, it's a card. You could just take the card, and it just does it, and it's tied to my bank account, it's for my paycheck, and all that. You know, the concept of a debit card. The concept of a debit yeah. card. We all we understand this. Uh, basic. Every business handles it. He even has it's a the title card of my reader. new EP, by the way. Yeah, the concept of Yo, a debit card. Honestly, at this point, and not to derail the conversation, but like, at this point. I don't even like using card. I'm all on phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. fact that he's like complaining about a card, it's like, buddy, you're two steps behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't even have like the chip reader. He just swiped. Yeah. And so he gets really upset and he starts like looking at the knives and I look over to Logan and he's giving me this look like, don't push it. Don't push it. But he keeps trying to bring it up how I don't have cash. Push yeah. the card into the reader? Or yeah. No, like in. I like this guy was really annoying me. I yeah. should have just let him like wash over me yeah. with his dumb, like it's dumb for you not having cash. But I'm like, no, I have a credit card. I'm a goddamn adult. Um, and so eventually he, did he, he didn't grab a knife, but he was like opening the case. <gasps> no way. He I just do. kept making jokes about it. Like he yeah. just kept that doing that thing that southern dudes do where they'll like make they'll like make references to weaponry and in a room full of weaponry. Jesus. Yeah, this whole I mean, sure on. would blow a hole through your head the size of a baseball. That would be crazy. Boy, though, if right? I shot you with this dumb dumb round of my nine millimeter Glock, it would blow your skull clean out the back of your head, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's just going on like that. And then and then he goes, Well, I just use card instead of cash, even though I have cash from tips and mm-hmm. it's like you should have been like how much cash do you have on you right now and and i, I want it 
and then like, I even it. had like fifty dollars in cash. Mm-hmm. Right? But then he goes, "Well, then what's the difference between your car and cash?" And then I go, "I don't know, fucking five percent, I guess." Yeah, and he just. That was a terrible punchline. No, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, hold on. Can we can we're gonna redo it, okay? Okay. okay because it wasn't five percent. He kept saying, "If you do this, it's gonna be an extra four dollars and thirty-two cents." Yes. And then he said, "Well, what's the difference between just doing cash and doing your credit card?" And you said, "Probably four dollars and thirty-two cents." And so we're gonna cut <laughs> what I just said. We're gonna cut what I just said. Okay. 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 And you're gonna re-say it, and okay. then we're all gonna laugh like this is the first time we heard it. Okay. Right. Got it. On it. I'm leaving right. that in. All of it. Okay. <laughs> I'm good at laughing normally and yeah. fakely. Yeah. So he goes into these jokes that Logan's doing, and in between all of this, and he's like, it's you know, it's gonna be an extra four dollars thirty-two cents. Like yeah. this transaction is taking way too long. Cause he hits a button on his card reader, he goes, It's gonna be four dollars thirty-two cents. I'm like, yes, you said that. Then he keeps in the button, four dollars thirty-two cents, four dollars and thirty-two cents. Yeah, I understand that you're upcharging me for no for the dumbest reason, and you're mm-hmm. reminding me how I think you're really dumb. And, and then, the whole time I'm like, this guy is gonna take you out to the shed and Kill I mean, you. His Kill whole, you. His whole shop's a shed, so that makes sense. Yeah. He's going to take you to the smaller shed. <laughs> the smaller shed behind yeah. that shed. Yeah. And then finally, he, I, I just go, well, I just prefer credit card. And he goes, well, what's the difference between cash and card? And then I go, I don't know, probably $4.32. <laughs> <laughs> did yeah. I, did I do it right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did, did I do it right this time, Daddy? I thought we were all gonna. I oh, we did. We really I did. No, I, I was trying to do like a realistic laugh. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to. <laughs> I mean, I'm not just. <laughs> all I said was nice. I didn't even. But that nice. Yeah. I'm sorry. I ruined it. I actually ruined it. That's my bad. That's fine. So should we do it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's run it back. Run it back. Yeah. Okay, I have something. Okay, okay Jimmy's, Jimmy's, Jimmy's got something. <laughs> okay. So Milk. on my way home from work, I saw this guy in this blue Mini Cooper, and he had a gallon of milk in his right hand, and he was just drinking it straight from <laughs> Driving the car? It was awesome, yeah. It was... That's a it. whole, not a half gallon, a whole. No, he had a whole gallon, gallon whole of milk. Are you, are you yeah. sure it was milk, or was it like one of those weird PCP? student athletes who has like a water jug that looks like a milk jug? It was... It was that glossy white. Yeah. It, yeah. Damn. It was that yeah. good, good. It was, it was dirty milk. Oh, straight was, out of it Norway. Was, uh, it was a wet ass milk. <laughs> yeah. I can't Wham. drink plain milk. This like, guy I use could drink a lot. Wet ass milk. That's right. Wham. I use it in stuff, but I can't. I still haven't seen. I have I still haven't seen. Sorry for my language. Wet, uh, wet ass P word. P word. Yeah, you say, just say P word. Oh no, but you could say P the radio word. edit, right? What's that? The, the radio- I haven't. I haven't heard the original, so I definitely haven't heard the radio edit. The radio edit. It's worse. So it's wet. Uh, ass. Wet ass primer. It's about paint. No, it's <laughs> wet and gushy. Ew. Ew. That's Are you serious? <laughs> That's just. That's not even the same acronym. No. No, but it just like I guess it sounds wag. Well, I, I wonder if like they just like they told the artist, hey, you can't actually use that the word. word. Pussy, yeah. So they go, okay, well, what's safe to use? I'm just going to use fucking gushy. And they're like, that you can actually say that. And they go, really? Well, fuck you guys. This is going to be worse. Yeah. So what's going to be annoying thing. is like all the middle school teachers whose students listen to the song on the radio and they're like, I love WAG, W-A-G. That's my favorite song. Because yeah. they don't because they don't know the, the real version. With the middle school teachers or the middle schoolers? Well, the middle school right. teachers will hear of it from, I know because I'm a middle school teacher, will hear of it from the students hmm. and they'll be like, 
I don't know about this song. And then if they look it up and they find out that there's another version, then it'll be worse. I I mean, I feel like I had that issue with Yin Yang Twins back when I was in middle school. Like, I would learn all of these songs. You talking about Confucianism? Sure. Yeah. Any of them. I don't know if I know that song. <laughs> Probably to be both of them. I don't know. It could be one of them. There was, Wait, it was a guy, but of two of, the, of them. Is that the name of one of the twins? No, that's a major philosophy and ideology I mean, in the East. Yes, sure. But I'm talking I think about this is the West Coast philosophy, twins. I believe. Uh, see, like Snoop yeah. Dogg. And yeah, now yeah. that I'm thinking yeah. about it, it's not even Yin Yang twins. Like it would be if it were it's Confucianism. It's Yin Yang. It's Yin Yang, which yeah. is just. Ridiculous. Real cringy. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. You don't know the Yin Yang twins? Yin Yang twins? They have Whisper, the Whisper song. Yeah, the Whispery one. I don't want to get copyright striked. Yeah, we probably so shouldn't. I'll, I'll show you afterwards. Okay. Yeah. For you. Don't worry, English guys. I'll show her in the car. We can do seven seconds of a song if someone is singing it. Honestly, seven seconds of a song can give the whole song away so quickly. Like yeah. one second, really. Sometimes all you need is a note. Oh, okay. You ready, yeah. ready for this one? Yeah. Hanson boys, you got it. It was the Hanson boys. You got it. it that's the that's that uh, that's the original Dan- Danger Junior um, theme song. Yeah. It's that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I listened to that My a lot. My favorite thing about us lot. is that we know our own music. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was in front of the computer and listening skits. to that little bit. Blake, you know what I want to know about you? What? This is a question that I asked Logan. <laughs> Last night or maybe two nights ago, I don't remember. But I really enjoyed hearing his answer, and I would like to know this about you, Blake. Is it an Annie or an Audi? <laughs> Gross. No. I uh, I don't think she never I don't shuts think, up about it. It's I don't think asks. people have yeah. innies after eighteen. Like it just pops. It I mean, back in. <laughs> I oh, mean, sorry, Audis. Yeah, uh, Audis pop back in right after you're like. 18. Anybody here got an any or an Audi? Uh, no, I drove a Mazda. We would be so lucky. <laughs> Yeah. What I've, color is it? I've never met an adult with an Audi. That's all I'm saying. It can pop out like when you're pregnant. Like a lot of times it'll come out. That's and gross. it'll be an Audi for the duration of your pregnency. You I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Just, yeah, just That's how you accelerate it. the pregnancy. You just ah. flick the Audi. Flick the belly button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out of there. Hey, come on, go. No, but Blake, this is what I want to know about okay. you. I want to hear the story of what what day in your life thus far has been the best day? The best day of my life? That's a huge question. I mean, just like, I what's like a day that has imprinted say in memory right that was now. like really good? I want to hear about it. I like wholesome things. I don't even know, man. Anyone else all can this, also all feel free to answer. All this bullshit over the past year and a half has made it really... I don't even know. I'm, I don't know. Pick one how year. What's the best thing that me, happened Megan? to you last year? The best thing that happened to me last yeah, year. Yeah, 2019. That's better. Um, I met you in 2018, I think, right? Yeah, no, we moved here in 2019. Oh, uh, yeah. So you can just say when that you met Lo- you when I met Logan. That's it that's it. What's up, boys? We're in the book. Uh, how did y'all meet? Tell I, that story. I proposed to Brittany in uh, January. That was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Uh-oh, romance alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know what the best day of my life is. Hmm. Am I going to cut all of this audio out and take time to remember the best day of my life? Maybe. You can. Austin, what do you know the best day of you, your life? 
The best day of my life. Or just like one. It doesn't have to be like okay, the best. Talk, I guess I could talk about a good day that happened recently. Date or day? Day. Okay. I can tell you the worst date of it. No. Just tell me about a good day that happened recently. Maybe next week we'll all do like our worst date story. That would be funny. That's a great yeah. idea. Write, so write I'm, that down. So I'm hanging out with Megan. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, one of the best days. I think I was at. The tavern, the Emerald Tavern, and I think we just played board games for twelve straight hours. Hell yeah! That might Twilight. Have been you it. just played one game of Twilight Imperium. Oh, actually, no. Best time during quarantine was we played Twilight Imperium, and we played ten point Twilight Imperium, and I fucking scored four points in one round. Those dumb motherfuckers! I got them. I That's beat insane. them. Yeah. For As those of you that don't know what Twilight Imperium is. Let's yeah. just talk about the rules of Twilight Imperium. This is now the Twilight Imperium uh, podcast. Shut up. Blake, you could do your best day in quarantine. That's a good that's a good one. Best quarantine day. Best day in quarantine? Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. Um You keep thinking and Jimmy. You can't say Jimmy it's, was it's gonna take a long time. My best day ever. Or in quarantine. Oh, in Either quarantine? of the two. Um I feel like I've been doing the same, same best days, which is like me making like music or doing stuff like this. Jimmy, so. do you, do you want to know my best day in quarantine? What? First time we went to Comets Ford. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. That's definitely. It's because it. I wasn't Actually, there. Actually, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's because I wasn't there. I we can do second day we went to Comets Ford. So the second day for me was the best in Comets Ford. Yeah, we want to do a we'll river episode. Uh, yeah, we're going to cut go. and then go to the river. So we're going to cut <laughs> we'll really be quick. We'll back in 45 hours. So we're at the river here. Yeah. <laughs> this, are, this water is immaculate really fast. fast. <laughs> <laughs> it, these microphones are really picking up the river sounds. I think one of the best, and it, it's so hard to pick the best day, you know, because there are so many good days and they all kind of blur together because usually like it's good because I'm doing the same thing. Um, but honestly, like I just really miss, um, going to barbs and like going to concerts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I miss going dancing so bad, dude, dude. Uh, and not even, you know, barbs is fun. 80s night is fun. Um, but honestly, like, um, concerts, like if I could go back to like the King Giz show, or like the Death Grip show, the yeah. most recent uh, Death Grips or King Giz shows, like right now. I think I would go back to that moment over m- most anything else because it mm-hmm. comes back to me. Yeah, Logan talks about going to that like King Giz concert all the time. Do you remember when we when we went back to the tavern afterwards and we were just like the grossest motherfuckers, head to toe grime, baby? It was dis- we were we looked disgusting. like Elon Musk's wife. I was soaking <laughs> wet. Yeah, yeah, I was dripping. You know that song, Wet Ass Pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Wet Ass P-Words. Uh, I think that's a sign of bacterial vaginosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Man. Well, so, that's, that's exciting. I, I, think. Would have to, I would have to say that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This King podcast is, or is now shows. a bummer. Uh-oh. <laughs> bummer alert. Uh, We're think, only going to talk about quarantine. I think my, my favorite day in quarantine uh, was actually our roommate Alyssa's birthday because um, for her birthday she was like I want all four of us to pick a movie and we're going to watch all four movies so we just watched four good movies and drank and ate good food all day and it was fucking great 
Yeah, and I made him watch like the director's extended cut of Brazil and with the sad <laughs> ending where he dies. Yeah. Hmm. Great yeah. Time. It was like five hours long. Happy birthday, Alyssa. Happy birthday, Alyssa. Yeah. You are out there. Um, but I think my favorite day <laughs> ever. I'll be ready to have a bad time. My favorite day ever, it was my bachelorette party. I went to Dollywood, which is heaven on earth, um, with my nine bridesmaids. Jesus Christ. And it was the best day, the best day ever. We ate funnel cakes and uh, it was like two of my friend groups mixing together and it went really well, which I wasn't expecting. It was fucking great, dude. What good people. What are your two friend groups? What are they like? Um, So like half of them were like my girlfriends that I grew up with that um, like I've known since I was a kid. And so it was just very different mixing them with like the girls I met in college because um, they like knew two different versions of me almost. Um, and so like all of them hanging out, they actually like all really got along and I was like, damn, this is great. And now we're also friends and Dollywood brings people together. That's really what it is. Dolly Parton. Yo, Dolly, can we just take a moment to a moment of silence to appreciate Dolly Parton? Dolly Parton is an angel among women. And so you know, while her park is open, she also donates just a shitload of money to Tennesseans and to different things that need help. So, like, don't ever talk shit about Dolly Parton in front of me ever again. I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, is that enough? I think, more? unless you, unless we want to talk about like dragons or something. No. Okay. You did that last week. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. well, uh, we're going to go do some writing, and when, uh, after this ad break, we'll be back, and we'll have some material for you guys. So, uh, I don't know. Fuck a goat. The Danger Junior Writer's Room is brought to you by Milk. Milk, it's wet. All right, now we're back from the show. All right. Honestly, too many people disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah, what's the deal? And I'm with one that. Of well, I don't yeah, want to get actually, into it because if we do get into it. Uh, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, water isn't wet and neither is milk. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> Objects affected by milk are wet. Correct. Okay. I'm going to solve I'm this wet. debate once for all. Once and because Jimmy I don't like talking wet. about it. Water. Okay. Is paint. Hold on. I don't know how to. <laughs> Has paint been painted? Yes, after it dries. No, what? but I mean, like, is paint painted? Can you paint paint? No, it's I like mean, dyed no, water. It, paint is the thing that paints. How hard right? are you going on? Let's the take paint. this down to the molecular level. <laughs> How much water does one molecule of <laughs> molecule dioxide of paint is affected by another molecule of paint? Yeah. It has then been painted. No, that is two molecules of paint. What I'm you, water <laughs> can't be wet. Water does the wetting. Yeah. Paint can't be painted. That's paint what we're saying. Painting. Paint can be painted. So that's the whole that's the, oh, the entire argument. Yeah, everyone at this table agrees with you. Water okay, cool. is not wet. So Austin is one and two, Jimmy is three and four, <laughs> Megan is five and six, you're seven and eight, and I'm nine and ten. All right, whoever we roll goes first. 
Nine and ten. So we do mine first. All right. Again. Ready to go with that? Uh, okay. Okay. Logan, we're gonna read Logan's sketch first. He's gonna hand out some parts. Are we doing emails yeah. this time? Uh, yeah. I sent mine in an email to you over okay. Gmail. Uh, Jim, did I, you get the email? Did you get it, Jimmy? Thanks. I am gonna sign in. I'll tell you that much. It's from uh, um, Best Buy, right? <laughs> what? Bestbuy.com. Yeah. Like there's a sale. Sure. That's you. Yeah. Sure. Got it. All right. I'm gonna roll again. Whatever number, who, whosoever number I roll is not going to be in this because there's only four parts, okay? And then we're still doing... Why don't we, nine, the ten, four one, of two, us, three, four, five, six, read seven, it eight? and you read the stage directions? Okay, yeah, all right. Um, so I mean, I'm not going to tell you too much about this um, because I do like the, I like a little bit of, a little bit of surprise. Um, so, um, Blake, I'm going to have you read Barry. Barry. Okay. <laughs> Um. Hmm. Okay, Blake. I'm gonna have you read Barry. Austin. I'm gonna have you read Garrett. Garrett. <laughs> Classic. Uh, uh, Jimmy. I'm gonna have you read Vordon, Slayer of the Cosmos. Okay. <laughs> okay. And it's always my role. I feel like I know, and I'm sorry. I feel like I've pigeonholed it's very you. Typecast. I feel like I pigeonholed you, yeah. but the thing is, I really just wanted Blake to read Barry. Okay. Okay. And Megan, I'm gonna have you read Lance. Got it. Okay. Lance. So can everybody say the names of their character that they're playing? I'll Blake, and then we'll go around clockwise. Hi, I'm Barry. Gordon. Oh, that makes sense <laughs> that we're taking turns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So Blake. <laughs> Hi, I'm Barry. Garrett. Vordon, Slayer of the Cosmos. Lance. Bet. Um, and so I will say, Megan, uh, your character is quite possibly going to be the oddball out here. So okay. feel free to not read it normally. Wait, not I'll read it real gay. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Three millennials sit on couches in a warm summer sunset, smoking and listening to music. I'm so over this shit, man. Over what? Being stuck at home? Yeah. It's not so bad, though, right? We get to spend so much time together. It's Pretty shitty, Vordon. I know your people are doing really well out there, but after your king laid waste to Washington, D.C. and the Kremlin and declared himself the god of this earth, we basically can't even go outside or we'll get vaporized by turbo laser dog wardens. Yeah, but there's still cool stuff. Like what? Skinning and tanning, the insolent whelps of this feeble world. That's pretty fun. Yeah, but Vorden, it that, that, that's a you thing. See what I mean? G Garrett and I get flayed. We don't, we don't do any flaying, so we just have to stay inside. It's been six months. I thought I'd be back to work by the 4th of July. I guess that makes sense. Well, what do you guys like to do? What? Like, if you weren't trapped and enslaved by my superior species, what would you be doing? Uh, I don't know. Probably surfing. He can't surf from the living room, Vorden. Wow. I guess I never thought about it like that. Well, tell me about your best day surfing. Garrett, maybe that'll help. Uh, okay. Wait, what about me? What? Well, Gar Garrett surfs, but me and Lance don't. The camera pans, and Barry points to a blank-eyed man squatting at the end of the couch wearing University of Tennessee Crocs, very torn cargo shorts, a puka shell necklace, and nothing else. This is Lance. Lance. <laughs> Not what I had in mind, but Lance Gaw 
Gawk as in the uh, the staring. <laughs> More like slack jaw. It's not bug hawk. <laughs> well, you said he's like perched. He's crouched, yes. <laughs> he's, yeah. I was like, oh, it's a bird. No, he's not a bird. Perched, it doesn't I think, say perched. I think, I think you were thinking squatting at the end of a couch. Yeah, he's, he's, he, is, he is squatting at the end of the couch. <laughs> Lance, <laughs> Lance, she really hit the bagok dog. Lance, basically, we're like, just do whatever you want. Yeah, just basically, She's like, you know what? I will. I'll just be a bird. <laughs> Did you say perched? <laughs> no, I never said that. It's not in the script. Lance gawks and drools. Vordon. Um, I guess you two just tell me about your best day. In recent memory, just whatever good day you had. Okay, that's cool with me. Uh, you like that, Lance? Eyes wide and empty, almost whispering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so I go first? Sure. My best day surfing was last year. This swell was hitting at the North Shore, and I'm dropping on some five-foot shorties with Kellen. You guys know my boy, Kellen. You know, we're just sending it all day. Like, he was at U of L at the time, and we just did it. And we just ditched it and hit the tubes all damn day, flicking outies and hanging tent. God damn it, I love surfing. Nice. Surfing is cool. Okay, Barry. Uh... Fuck. Um, I was listening. I didn't think of one. <laughs> Fuck. I, I, I don't know. Probably my wedding, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, probably my wedding. Barry uh, shakes his head. He knows he botched it and is visibly upset. <laughs> Way to go, Barry. Okay, Barry's wedding. That checks out. What about you? Was was it Lance? Still almost a whisper. Yeah. Do you have a best day? I'm in Arkansas. I can see it. I'm driving. I look to my left. And he's driving. Somehow... Covered in milk. <laughs> it's all milk. He was driving milk. The universe's milk. I don't I don't like change. Look at me. What you see is milk. Vordon is at a loss for words. <laughs> Lance was abducted by the CIA in Arkansas on a business trip. They did a bunch of surgery on his head and gave him to me to be his caretaker. He's kind of like a dog. He's got this thing with milk. He just, he fucking goes nuts for it. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, you guys uh, want some Totina's pizza rolls? <laughs> They're really good and they only use quality ingredients? Yeah, sure, I guess. Okay, sick. We'll be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> Barry leaves and rants. Barry leaves and Lance just rambles about milk quietly as Garrett and Vorgadon sit with him in awkward silence. 
preferably we actually sit here for 20 minutes and I'll just go ahead and take a show of hands for anybody who, do you guys want to sit for 20 minutes or? No. I'm no. not raising my hand. Okay, cool. So uh, after the 20 minutes, Barry returns with some piping hot, delicious Totino's pizza rolls. Here we go, boys. A little lockdown snack. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, th- thanks. Milk. <laughs> they all take some pizza rolls <laughs> and eat them. You know, I'm surprised Lance is even going for these. He usually just eats wet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you read that one again? I can hear you. Uh, yeah, he usually just eats wet dog food. But I guess they're that good, huh? Everyone is uncomfortable with that. Yeah, I, I guess so. They eat for a bit as Tyler, the creator's November plays. Hey, do you have anything to drink in the fridge? What? 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 I'm super thirsty. I can run out to the store if you don't have anything. It's no problem. Lance, you're normal again? Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I, I guess I should explain it. The magic of Totina's pizza rolls cured me from my terrible fate. Uh-huh. So do you do you have anything to drink or? Yeah, we've got um milk. Lance chuckles. <laughs> I think I've had enough milk for over a lifetime. I'll, I'll you know what? I'll, I'll just I'll just pop down to the store and and pick up some green tea. Everyone is dumbfounded, and just as Lance opens the door, they remember Lance wait. But it's too late, and Lance gets vaporized by a turbo laser dog warden. Garrett, Barry, and Vordon all go to prison for the rest of their lives. Yeah, you didn't take care of Lance, Barry. Come on. I feel like you just, like, resurrected the intro of this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was really really good. Yeah. Oh, man. I I like the ending because... There, there's one line about turbo laser dog wardens at the very beginning yeah. Yeah. of like how there's all these like aliens and then you don't hear about it for the rest. So like, I feel like if we were to film this, everyone would forget. Mm-hmm. And then he gets vaporized at the end by a turbo laser dog. But warden. it's totally fair. Cause you yeah. mentioned it at the very beginning, mm-hmm. just yeah. enough to like forget about it. That's good. Yep. Exposition. Yeah. I'm excited to see a movie poster. With a turbo laser dog warden. Mm-hmm. With a Totino's pizza. Yeah. And a Totino's pizza roll. Yeah. I think the only thing, Logan, that I would like add or change about this script yeah. is... All of it. No, 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 no. There's the one part <laughs> Pages where... Pages one through four. Come on. <laughs> There's the one line that Barry has where he's explaining Lance's uh, backstory. Yeah. And he says they did a bunch of surgery on his head and gave him to me to be his caretaker. Uh-huh. He says he's kind of like a dog. And yeah. I just think that you could have said he's kind of like a a, a bird. I think that yeah, would be the you, only you thing that would change. I thought you had a real note. You did write I was bagok at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and how he's like perched. I just don't really think that's very dog-like. So. I, listen, I was really excited for an for actual my note. note. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I no, really want to know what she thought about yeah, my script. And, that's why and I said I it, in that, it in that tone of voice. And... I will hate you until the day you die. Yeah. I'll hate you for the rest of your life. Yeah, amen. All right. Unbelievable. I got a real note. I got two notes. Okay, thank you. Yes. This is just this is a way we could bounce it around. I think you can add more to Lance before he changes. Okay. I think Barry should have more difficulty feeding him the Totino's pizza rolls. Okay. And they could really ham it up, Three Stooges style. Okay. Maybe it's drool all over him. Maybe yeah. they're loose at the Totino's. Maybe he, like, will eat it but it comes out of his ear or something and like oh yeah his stomach just works weird okay okay 
there's that, and then uh, I definitely think that Lance needs more time before being fixed, so mm-hmm. that we're used to it. But I just we only had an hour, so yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's just something that where when you have extended time. Yeah. Um, also, what if hear me out? Yeah. You remember Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? How Gene Wilder, when you first see him, he like stops with the cane and then rolls forward and mm-hmm. he's normal. Yeah. yeah. I think Lance could do that, where they think he's about to fall out of the couch. But then he just stumbles and pops up. He's like, okay, I'm in the fridge. But he's shit. Oh, yeah, I like that, actually. Time. Yeah, yeah yes. Lance should shit. Love it. Lance should shit. <laughs> yeah. one, one thing I do like about this sketch, though, for real, for real, is from, so my my one last week where I had um, Hoktor, or Hoktar, mm-hmm. right? Hoktar. I kind of gave you the character of Vordon, uh-huh. but then also Hoktar did end up being, like, the weird one. Mm-hmm. But in this one, at the end of it, Vordon's almost the straight man. Like it, like the whole time, because at the beginning you're like this fucking, he's an alien, right? Yeah. And the sketch yeah. is going to be about this weird alien and yeah. how they he flays humans. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, who's Lance? You know what I mean? Like he just he just pays rent like everybody else. Yeah, I just like the Vordon. I like the, the privilege man. that Vordon has. Like mm-hmm. he's like, you guys don't have this life. Yeah, you guys don't like flaying. Yeah, the, <laughs> the insolent whelps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, rock and roll. That was my sketch, guys. Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? No, no, no. That was pretty fun. Yes, yes, yes. That was a good one. That was okay. good. I liked that. Okay, thanks. I guess I'm not fired. You're oh, by the way, that's the you stakes. You can still be canceled. Yeah, that's the stakes for this week's episode. If you are, if you have the someone's worst getting sketch, fired, you get fired. If you not have the, the worst, worst sketch, sketch. We execute you. But you, everyone is up on the block. And who gets to do the swing? Hmm. Who's swinging the axe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if it's myself, I gotta do it to my. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, next sketch, I guess. Austin, that's you. Cool. Oh, okay, all right. Is it you, or do we want to go the other way? Yeah, I think we should go with Blake this time. Yeah, let's go with Blake. Like, go the other way. We're okay. going the other way? Yeah, yeah so we'll start. Rolling? I thought we'll we were go rolling. With Blake now. Yeah, we're going. Well, we rolled for the first one. Okay, but we're so, not rolling for everybody. No, yeah, we're just going to yeah, go. Yeah, it's just like okay. last time. Cool. Um, okay, we're, we have five parts. Okay. And the parts are Thurman Mitchell. Okay. Um, Ron Long. Ron Long. Come on. <laughs> I almost put a Ron Long in mine. I was very close I was to like, putting a Ron Long don't. in mine. Uh, so yeah. we got Thurman Mitchell, Ron Long, and uh, Judd Apatow, of course. Yeah. And, <laughs> of course. Uh, casting director. Game. I'll be casting director. Okay. CD. Um, CD, yep. CD's uh, nuts. And then, correct. And uh, the last character is um, little Candace. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have that one? Yeah, I That's, think that was uh, a Jimmy roll. Sure. Yeah. Um, I was going to have uh, I was going to have us roll for it, but I think we, we can all roll for the other parts. But then maybe Jimmy just plays little Candace, huh? I think it's a good idea. Call dibs so quickly, it just I felt it in my heart. No, it's a, it's okay. you got it. Bro. No, I love it. Okay, all right. Uh, we roll have roll. so I'm casting director, so we're rolling for Judd Apatow, Thurman, uh, Mitchell. Thurman Mitchell, and Ron, Ron Long. Ron Long. Okay, across Heath. Uh, we're rolling for Thurman. I think that's me. Mm-hmm. So I'm You're Thurman. nine and ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now we're rolling for uh, Ron John Apatow. Oh, Ron Long. Ron Long. So that is, you were playing Ron Long, so then you play John Apatow. You Got are Judd Apatow. Okay. I'm Ron And you Long. are little Candace. Do you think yeah, I, you we should know means? about the characters? Um, you, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a brief, but you're auditioning um, for a voice actor part. And um, yeah, I mean, it's all, uh, you know, it's all up to interpretation. Little Candace is or everyone is? Little Candace is a woman. The other two are men. Okay. Um, I will say Ron Long, I wrote him as an elderly. Well, not elderly. He's like a 
middle age, like think forty five year old Am professional, very established in the okay. scene. Okay. You're I'm sorry. You're long run. Ron long. <laughs> Oops. Uh and um Thurman Mitchell has anxiety. Okay. There you go. Yeah. All right. That's gonna be difficult. Yeah? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, all right. So here we go. You want to read these directions here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. While working on a film, Seth Rogen blew out his vocal cords in a freak accident while laughing. For the rest of recording, he had little to no access to his upper octaves and was unable to unleash his famous Seth Rogen laugh. After much back and forth about how they would finish the last few scenes of the movie, they decided to outsource vocal actors to recreate his laugh as a voiceover. These were the auditions. Dum dum. <laughs> <laughs> a crowd of voice actors waits nervously in a room after some time passes three voice actors are left one by one they are called in for the audition of a lifetime Thurman Mitchell yes that's me if you'll please follow me inside Thurman follows the casting director into the audition room he feels extreme anxiety as this is the most important audition of his entire life Hi, my name is Thurman Mitchell, and I will be playing the part of Seth Rogen's laugh. <laughs> Thank you, Thurman. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> yuck, yuck. <laughs> <Huh>? Yuck. <laughs> yuck, 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 <laughs> Thank you. All right, thank you, Herman. <laughs> thank you so so much for the opportunity. Yeah. Herman leaves, and the casting director begins to discuss his audition with Judd Apatow. Well, I'll start by saying he's the best one we've had so far. I thought he was incredible. The huskiness in his laugh and that wheeze. Truly good work. My only complaint was that introduction. Uh, surely someone auditioning for an important role will have, would have learned how to slate prior to this. A bit of a disappointment, if I'm being honest. Judd Apatow, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if that's a real person, I have no idea who it is. Oh really? Oh, wow. Because that would have been very... Because, oh. I mean, that was spot on. That was oh. basically Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah, great, big okay. Judd energy. Right. Well, big right. Judd, yeah. <clears throat> the casting director nods in agreement as they go to summon the next voice actor. Ronnie, we're ready for you. Uh-huh. Hello, sweetheart. Great to see you again. How's the family? So good to see you. You're truly a sight for sore eyes. The family is great as always. And, uh, well, Judd's ready for you if you are. <laughs> but of course, let's knock this out. Ron Long follows the casting director into the audition room, shooting finger guns at Judd Apatow. Judd flashes them right back. Ronnie, so Fucking good to see a animal. Let's not waste any time. An esteemed professional such as yourself assuredly has places to be. Likewise, my man, I've got 50 more auditions today, so I really appreciate this one. The seasoned professional walks up to the stage just as he's rehearsed a thousand times. Hi, I'm Ron Lawn as Seth Rogen's laugh. Winking at Judd Apatow. <laughs> Judd walks down to slap fives with Ron Long and then goes in for a hug. Ronnie, you 
fucking killed. So good to see you as always and be expecting a call back. Ron pumps his fist in the air and exits the room. Last one, Judd. Probably just a formality at this point. So let's get this <laughs> over with. It's a shoe in. The casting director exits and minutes later enters with the last person auditioning. Hello, I'm a little Candace as uh, Seth Rogen's laugh. Whenever you're ready, little Candace. Thank you. Judd Apatow sheds a single tear. The room is filled with silence, causing the casting director to shoot a glance at the now crying Judd. Thank you very much, little Kansas. Candace. Little Candace takes a confident breath of air as she exits the room. The (laughs) The casting director goes to check on Judd Apatow. Judd, you good? What's wrong? It's that damned laugh. It was perfect. I assure you these happy tears. I was I was unsure how these auditions would go, to be perfectly honest. I heavily doubted that we would find a perfect replacement for Seth's laugh. I even doubted Ron Long, the greatest voice actor of all time. However, this little Candace has brought literal tears to my eyes. I think we found our actor. The camera fades to black as little Candace's laugh echoes out. (laughs) (laughs) You madman, you did it. (laughs) You really did it. Uh, thank you. So what you're yeah. saying is we can have Seth Rogen guest star on this show. At any point, At any point in time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad I chose uh, Little Candace. Yeah. Because I was yeah. like, as soon as I was like, Seth Rogen's yeah. laugh, I was like, I think I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm glad I, I, gl- yeah. I didn't get one because I yeah. uh, have no idea what he sounds like. So It's kind of like yeah. a... <laughs> I'm horrible. Yeah. Yeah. You, horrible. Should edit in, you should edit in that laugh. <laughs> or actual Seth Rogen's laugh over yeah. little Candace. That would be even better. I'll cut yeah. that in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With like a lot of reverb. Yeah. yeah. I think it might be funny to have in this sketch, like on the panel of people listening, to like actually have Seth Rogen. As like one of the people, but he yeah. can't talk. Can we get Seth? Austin? Can yeah. we get and, Seth? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I know a guy. Okay. And uh, after every person, he, he just gives them like a, like a, or a, and I did a thumbs up or thumbs down with like a face of. Yeah. <laughs> what if Seth Rogen just goes like, and then they kill that person? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The gives them the kill sign, the kill like, sign. I finger on the neck. Seth would have wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they die. Seth Rogen and they die. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. Yeah. I think it would be funny to have Seth on the panel judging them silently. Mm-hmm. I think this, I think the sketch sells with good Seth Rogen impersonators and Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be tripping. As long as we get Shit. Seth Rogen, yeah, the skit's gonna work. Yeah. All right. Who's up next? Uh, Megan. That would be me. Megan. Um, my sketch doesn't have a title yet, or maybe ever. So. Who's playing who? Uh, Logan, I would really like if you played Cliff. Okay. Um, and then Gnome, I don't have any 
one specific in mind for so anyone who wants to read you're welcome to but those are the only two roles i think we should roll for it okay all right so ronnie long awesome. ron long in the house that's your new gnome. so the gnome. yes you're playing gnome um so the dis- i'm just gonna start reading because the description there's a little bit of backstory so you'll, okay, you'll yeah. get your characters yeah. okay. a confucian covered head to toe in grime and a lie and a libertarian from arkansas on the run from the mob in a boat on the colorado river Gnome grew up in a strictly Confucius household until he was orphaned when his parents were murdered by the mob for missing a payment on a debt they owed when they accidentally ran over the boss's cat. Gnome has been on the run since his parents' murder. Cliff was also paying off a debt he owed and was assigned to find Gnome as payment, but once he did, he saw a young boy in in desperate need of a family to honor. Cliff had always wanted a little brother, so he took Gnome on as his own and they developed a plan to take down the mob, which is what we're seeing now. We open on the shore of a populated spot of river where a few kayaks or canoes are docked and white people are lounging in floaties drinking claws. We see two men, both with bags, violently running through nearby woods with cash leaving a trail behind them. Or, yeah, whatever. Uh, Gnome slows his pace, obviously feeling guilty. Um, As Cliff pushes him, we hear, Go, Gnome! Run! A bullet races by Gnome's ear. The two men jolt. Up the hill, we see a slick mob man in a suit with leather gloves. His revolver smokes. Cliff shoves Gnome once again, and the two run towards the river, shove the crowd, and push a canoe into it. They paddle as fast as they can until they are far enough down the river that the mob men who had followed them to shore were out of sight. Cliff begins counting the money. Gnome with a big sigh. (sighs) How much? About half a mil. Should be enough to never have to carry one of these dumb fucks ever again. He throws his debit card into the river. No. Face palms. The two sit there for a bit while Cliff packs all the money back in the bags. He looks up to see Gnome visibly upset. What's the matter? It's, uh, nothing. Nah, come on with it, you thirsty? Cliff pulls out a gallon of milk from one of the bags and offers it to Gnome. (laughs) Gnome swipes his hand and shakes his head to decline. What is it, little (laughs) P-word? He reaches out and gives Gnome a noogie. This is a term of endearment between them. We did it. They'll never recover from this. It's just... You know how you always say we should seek to maximize political freedom and autonomy, infamizing individualism, freedom of choice, and voluntary association? That we should, you know, share a skepticism of authority and state power? Yes. That is what I, a libertarian, always say. Well... Cliff, I just don't know if I take you seriously when you say it. What? Why is that? Well... Gearing up to tell him something he has never had the guts to. It's probably because of your concave nipples. (laughs) For the first time, we see Cliff below the shoulders. He opens his flannel to reveal an undershirt that is so tight it follows the form of his his innie tits. He cries out. (laughs) How... Dare the gods defile my pristine fail male form with these recessed teats. We hear his shouting continue, but fade as Cliff begins to hover. Uh, but fade as Cliff begins to hover out of the boat until he can no longer be seen amongst the crowd clouds. Gnome begins to cry, and he mourns the loss of his dear friend and surrogate brother. The shot goes into vignette as Gnome sings slowly and with great sorrow. I guess the change in my pocket wasn't enough. I'm like, oh, God. 
I didn't know what the song was. I should know what the song was. I guess the change in my pocket. No, no, no. Slowly was. and with great sorrow. Oh, okay. I guess the change in my pocket wasn't enough, and I'm like, forget you. He holds the money and cries as we get a sick drone shot out of the boat and down the river. Fade to black. <laughs> Fucking that was crazy, oh, dude. Oh, my God. The imagery. <laughs> Okay, I have some questions. Yo. <laughs> yes. I have a few questions. <laughs> yeah. How did Cliff die? <laughs> yeah, did he die? He, did he die when he realized his nipples were wrist? I didn't realize it got no, yeah. no, I think it's more like You think you wrote it. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think it's more? <laughs> what was that? What did you channel a spirit? <laughs> no, I just want it to be like he's like secretly <laughs> A spirit. <laughs> yeah, that, I saw that. I caught that in and, the script. And he's like come to Earth to like try and spread the libertarian agenda. But <laughs> he has a like, brother, and so I, it's not. No, that no, no, easy. no, no. He doesn't oh, okay. have a brother. He always wanted a brother, so he kind of takes in <laughs> no who it's is like, um, who follows Confucianism. Yes. Yeah. It's like uh, libertarian. Uh, what a wonderful world. <laughs> So mm. Megan, is this mm. like um, <laughs> a sketch or a scene? Or oh, this is the art? whole. This is the whole thing. It, it's completed. I see. Yeah. Which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie <laughs> does this go into? <laughs> Number three. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One of you did for real mention Confucius. Turtles in Time, I believe. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. So also, um, you the way you turtles, yeah, Confucius, like a Confucian <laughs> person, you, t- you just typed in confusion. Confusion, yeah. yes. Well, confusion. <laughs> yeah. Confucian. I thought yeah. it was Confucianist, right? I thought it's it was a, a yeah, Ford Confucianist. Confucian. Sure. sure, Confucianist. I, I don't know. Confucian covered head to toe and grind. Confuciest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A Confuciest. Because no, they're on the run. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you say a confusion, not you supposed to say oh, Confucianist. Yeah, I was confusion. I was, yeah, I was confused. So One well, confusion. it auto-corrected me, okay? Yeah. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Here's the thing about critique is that you can say fuck you guys yeah. at the end. And <laughs> also, I mean, it was the best thing I've ever read. No, that you was really, actually really good. You really yeah. come that back. Was good. Yeah. You've, um, I like the part with the any, any tits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any tits. Concave nipples. Yeah. 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 This is this was a like a more developed story than I think you've ever done. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was really yeah. I well, was truly I, I originally wrote down the line: "A Confucius covered head to toe in grime, and a libertarian with any tits from Arkansas are on the run from the mob in a boat on the Colorado River." <laughs> any, and I, I also like, like I wrote <laughs> out that sentence, and I was like, "Okay, how do I make that anything?" Yeah. <laughs> but I also like your notes at the end that are just I like how you do your notes that just says. Chugging a gallon of milk, yeah. any or Audi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like from our conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's. Um, I also, th- I also really like how it kind of seems like we've done a few of these now, and and it kind of seems like um, the these three just kind of like write. It always feels like you and I are like. What did we talk about mm-hmm. today? Yeah, yeah. Like, I actually like that. Yeah, though. I like that too. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like Megan and I have like the most similar. That's probably because style. we do. More improv. Marital love. Oh. Yeah. That's what it That's is. That's it. On the table yeah. in between I, shows. Um, it's gross. Yeah. I vowed before I even came on here uh, to, to only do two where I don't veer off yeah. of, you know, the format. Yeah. And I mean, now you I are. Tour I don't up, know that I. So. I'm not allowed. 
I guess I did on the last one with the invisible duct tape. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It just like it just feels like like a lot. And look, like you guys' sketches are bomb. You guys' yeah. sketches are great. It just it always feels like uh, like you guys make like subtle references to things, but then Megan and I are like it's just about straight that. up just yeah. milk, 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 any tips. The only, milk. The only thing that <laughs> I really the, paint. Yeah. the only thing I really wanted to include that I didn't get to fit in because I wanted it to end with Cliff ascending. Um, was that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. I wanted. We him, all did. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted him to have a moment um, where he's like, because we were talking about the guy you guys met at the army surplus store mm-hmm. or whatever, um, and how Glenn. people that are like that I, will be over exaggerated oh. with their weapons and their threats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so like, I wrote down exaggerated weaponry talk, and I really wanted him to have a moment where he could like be talking to the mob and he like sends a th- or says a threat and the mob boss is like what and then he says a worse threat and they get like more and more ridiculous mm-hmm. um and he's like the mob boss keeps getting like he's not he doesn't feel threatened he's just like what the fuck dude <laughs> like, i graduated <laughs> top of my class in the u.s navy, and the navy seals, seals. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah 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 but yeah. And, but then he's like yeah but you're from arkansas so yeah. it doesn't matter exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's the the vein i was going in at the beginning like they were going to land the boat and then the mob was going to be waiting there for them and they were going to have a scene there. Yeah. Um, but then I, I liked the idea of Cliff being a spirit and so I was like, well, fuck that idea. I mean, I, when I when you said you are playing Cliff uh, and you read that little excerpt at the beginning, I was like, this is good. I hope he ascends. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope he ascends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's been, uh, that's yeah, been, that was that's great. Been Megan. That was fun. That was good. That was dope. Yeah. Right, Jimmy, Jimmy, do you have this one? Did you get the email? I have my own email, but I do need someone's computer to log in. <laughs> <laughs> Your face got purple. Your face I got know, purple, dude. Like, okay. I can't laugh this loud in the mic. Okay, so Megan's playing lady. Manager. Yeah, so there's going to be gentleman, feather, feather woman, and manager. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. Out of the three of us. So we're rolling for gentlemen. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Cool. Manager. I'm the gentleman. Oh, wait. Gentleman. Yes. Okay. You're the gentleman? Manager. And I'm feather. the manager. Oh, I'm feather? Well, we're rolling we're for rolling. manager. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I'm manager. You're feather. I'm feather. Cool. Okay. So here are kind of what the roles are. Um, the lady is like, you're you are on a date, and you're kind of unassuming, and you're just like kind of going along, but there will be a point where you're like, what the fuck? Okay. Okay. So like, you're being flirty. You're I, not necessarily flirty. You're just being sort of present. Got it. Yeah. Um, mm. The gentleman, you're very sure of yourself. Cool. Okay. <laughs> like detective like confidence in the things that you mm. say. Just like very, you know, the manager, uh, well, I would say, and Feather. Well, Feather's the first like waitress in this story. Oh, okay. And it is a girl. Oh, I'm a girl. Okay. Yeah, you're, it's a girl. Thank you for telling me. Yeah. And I would say very hipster like. I don't know if that's a voice, but. It's a vegan place, you know, so it's supposed to be like farm to table. Yeah, yeah, that's and then and then the manager will come in very, um, like, just amazed, like just very like wow, like I can do whatever you need, you know. I've got kind of an idea of a character. Okay, if it's wrong, then that's okay. If it's wrong, dude, I think me and you, I know exactly what you're thinking. I don't think you are. I know. I don't know what either of you are thinking. All right. Okay. Take Here us we go. Away, the Jimmy. broken acorn. 
There is a lady and a gentleman sitting at the Broken Acorn Restaurant, a farm-to-table restaurant that's trendy and safe enough to be the beginnings of an interesting date. She takes a drink of wine. He takes a drink of wine. So, uh, what brings you to Detroit? I was trying to solve a cold case, but it got even colder. Oh, so, so you're a detective? No, I'm just really into temperature. Huh? Hello, uh, my name is Feather. I'll be taking your order today. Yes, what's the room temp in here, Feather? Uh, 74, maybe 75? Wow, um, good climate awareness. Your hair, it's pinned up. You're wearing a scarf. That can mean only one thing. You left your apartment with the AC at 76 degrees, but grabbed the scarf to prepare for the walk-in freezer. Wow, are you a detective? No. I'm just really into temperature. He smiles as a kindness he already knew he was right. Oh, I see you brought your own wine. Um, that's actually not allowed. Oh, uh, apologies. I-, I thought I I thought he ordered this wine before I got here. Tell me something, Feather. Does a bird fly south for the winter because it's cold or because it's hungry? Can we get some bread for the table? Because it's hungry. <laughs> Feather looks at the lady. Oh. Feather, somehow astonished, exits and is quickly seen mingling with some of her co-workers. He takes a drink of wine. She takes a drink of wine. I must admit, I'm not actually here for the date. Uh, I should have known when a man wears eight thermostats around his neck to the first meetup, that's not a good sign. This region has been getting .0003 degrees hotter every year. Oh, yeah, you mean like climate change. Ha! That's adorable, you beautiful porcelain hillbilly. Excuse me, so. <laughs> oh, no, the, the wine. We we are sorry. Honestly, I didn't even know. Legends have been told about a man who could tell you all of the temperatures you have ever experienced. Alas, I am that man. Your watch is cracked. There's salt on the rim near the dial. You just took a trip to the Greenland to fish. You've been playing this vacation for years. The watch is not made for those freezing conditions, and the thick salt from your ocean water expedition has left residue on the dial. Incredible! I've only ever dreamed of this moment. Are you here to find the dream temp? The dream temp? The perfect temperature. A temperature that would heal the nations. A temperature that would change the course of our history forever. How many degrees is it? How many degrees is love? How many degrees is the sound of a baby's laughter? How many degrees is the feeling of a timeless moment? We don't goddamn know. Whoa. The manager, somehow astonished, exits and is quickly seen mingling with some of the co-workers. He takes a drink. She takes a drink of wine. Why why am I here if not for the, the date? This is unbelievable. I need a distraction. A distraction? Like a rebound? Is that what I am? Shh. Quiet. He's here. Look. The man across the restaurant with the briefcase. She looks across the broken acorn. A man with only overalls and no shirt sits at the bar. In that briefcase is the dream temp. Well, I'm going over there and I'm going to get it. I'm sick of this nonsense. No, you have no idea what that will do. You don't know its power. The lady beelines towards the man in the overalls. He turns before she gets within a small reach of the briefcase. He opens it and yells a magical spell. Cold or hot, be gone, thought. (laughs) (laughs) She wakes up in her apartment sweating. She whispers to herself. This apartment is always so damn hot. 
He takes a drink of wine. She She takes takes a drink drink of wine. wine. That's fucking brilliant. Like, I want... I want... I mean, I feel like you very obviously took inspiration from, like, film noir, yes? I don't know. I don't think so. That's the (laughs) zone I got. I really wanted to... The whole time I was thinking, like, I want to shoot it, set to music, and, like, every so so often, it's like... Yeah, you know I mean it's like cut back and forth. And it's like, it's, it's yeah. like, so like very, like, uh, what elegant. I wanted is for them like in my mind is for them to both just like rapidly start drinking wine mm-hmm. and just like, <laughs> and then, but like that doesn't make sense in a script. Yeah, <laughs> but I still like for some reason I kept that. Yeah, he like, takes each, a drink of wine. She each takes sip a drink of wine. Yeah, yes. bigger and bigger, and they start yes. like down drinking. the side of the mouth. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But they keep drinking the wine very fast, and it's like. It just slowly just gets insane, and they're just drinking way too much wine, but still like having this situation. Yeah, like yeah. I don't like. I want it to be like narrated. It it feels like it I needs feel like that's um brilliant. Uh, Aubrey's theme from uh, Twin Peaks. It's mm-hmm. like this soft jazz. Yes, yes. I can see that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And I do. I do love the idea of like, if we shot this, have like a guy walk in, and he's like. A man walks into a bar with a woman he's not interested in. But you know he's what I mean? At the like, bar. He takes a drink of wine. She takes a drink of wine. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And then it like cuts back, right? Like, well, and even yeah. like, yeah. like, you know how in, <laughs> yeah. in the film noir movies or whatever, they do that thing where you hear their thoughts, where it's like she, like, you know, like, she'll be like. It fades to like black and white or yeah. something, and the yeah. guy like turns and addresses camera or something like that. Or like they just stare I off and they'll the be first like. the time I saw him in my restaurant. Yeah, they'll be like. <laughs> they'll be like the perfect manager he accent, though. Yeah. What yeah. she didn't know <laughs> yeah. is that I loved her, but. Yeah. That it's meant about the temp. I had to kill her. Like yeah. just like stuff like that where they're thinking. It was always about. It's the always temp. about the temp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's the film that noir poor detective. Girl. It's always been about. She the never temp. knew the truth. Yeah. Yeah, like. I mean, obviously, this is fucking. I dialed in all seven of my thermostats. <laughs> Just the yeah. the I think in this case was adding up. He's seven got seven a really good gentleman, Austin. Seven though. The bills. That's a that's a good ass. Line. Yeah, yeah. He's so got a, like, a, a, sh- a. No, you go. No, you go. Oh, just the. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> the she takes a drink of wine. He takes a drink of wine. Is like so mood setting. That's oh, yeah. fucking brilliant stage direction, dude. Yeah, cool. I just like. I like the idea of him with like a nest medallion. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And the fact that you don't find out that he's had that until like a little while. <laughs> We've all had a bunch of reveals. Yeah. Like reveals, reveals I feel like are the best yeah, things. So like good. this has been the yeah. whole time. He's had the concave yeah. nipples. Yeah. Lance. Yeah. Lance Any titties. over there in UT <laughs> Crocs. That's yeah. the best. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is fucking brilliant, dude. Yeah, it's good. Okay, uh, last one. Let's do it. All right. Let's go home. Uh, man, mine is not funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Stinky. Yeah. It's just depressing. Yeah. Um, so if y'all ever watched the movie Harold and Maude from the 70s. Harold and Maude. No. Harold. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, it's just about Austin Boners. Yeah, it was, I laughed at that too. It's his name in the script is it's Austin already funny Boners. It's already funny. Address and phone number at the bottom, dude. We're ready that's the title page. Yeah, he always does that. Yeah, that's an Austin thing. He's fucking weird like that. All right. Um, <laughs> so uh, I have. There's three characters. There's a doctor. Um, it's just a very normal doctor. Nothing really weird about him. There's Gerald and Mauve. Um, this we're trying to play this as straight as possible. So let's go. I'm gonna give Mauve to Megan, and I think. 
Gerald to Logan. Okay. Uh, Blake, Jimmy, which one of you wants to be the doctor? Roll for it. We should roll for it. Yeah. Uh, Do we have a a D2? We have D4. Wait, that's just a piece of paper. Okay, so, okay, evens, Jimmy, odds, Blake. Jimmy. All right, Jimmy, you're the doctor. doctor? Yeah. I wanted to be the doctor. I wanted to be the doctor. (laughs) Okay. Just say all the lines at the same time. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But but loudly. Yeah. We do one, two, three. Sorry. (laughs) This is a hard disease. It's horrible. It's awful. (laughs) I actually. Sounds good. We got um, it. I actually quit. Gerald, you are going to learn a lot about your wife in this sketch and it's yeah, a lot of revelations. That's up to code. You, you're going to, I kind of paints a picture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mav, um, you are, you're very old. Got it. Am I from somewhere? Um, try and keep it. You can go a little bit New England, but try and keep it as transatlantic. No, no, no real, try and keep it straight as possible. It's a very dramatic scene. So it's be difficult, but it's just, a, it's just a thing about relationships. I think I can handle it. Okay. I'm going British. Yeah. <laughs> 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 good die, governor. Oi, Mov. It's good to see you, ain't Let's it? Stick this needle in ya. Alright. <laughs> okay. Cheer up, Mov. Alright, I'm, I'm done. I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Interior bedroom evening. An old room filled with evening with even older memories is pierced by the occasional beeps of medical equipment. The bed has a luxurious canopy top that has seen better days. Wilted flowers and half-assed greeting cards from distant relatives overflow the nightstand. Laying bed is Mav, 82, and kneeling next to her is Gerald, 32. Gerald wraps his beloved's hand in his own, hoping to imbue her life energy with his, just for another few precious moments. Gerald. I'm here, Mav. Oh, good. We've had quite a ride, didn't we? I think we still got quite a few miles before we hit empty. Dr. Wilson will be here soon. Oh, no, my sweet. No more doctors. I just want peace. Okay. Okay, Mav, I, uh... I understand. Just just stay with me a little longer. Sure. For a little longer. I'll just call the doctor away, and it, it can be you and me. Okay, Gerald. Gerald gets up. I love you. I love you. Gerald walks out of the room. Interior hallway continuous. Gerald calls the doctor. Hey, Doc, what's your, uh, what's your ETA? She's slipping. The storm, it's blocked the main road. I'll have to go around. Damn it, man, my wife's dying. And you can't, and you can't stop. Keep her talking. Keep her mind active. Okay. Okay, I can manage that. Gerald hangs up and goes back into the room. Interior bedroom continuous. Gerald comes back and crawls into bed and clasps arms with Mav. Mav, there's so much of her story I still haven't heard. Look at the walls, Gerald. The photos, the chipped pottery. What I've kept after all my 82 years. That's my story. Just, just tell me about your favorite day, if you can. Well, all right. I guess I can. It summer. July, I think. 17. Oh god. <laughs> I looked good in that two piece. The one you wore on our honeymoon? Yeah. Not as faded though. You could still see the polka dots back then, so 
So there my girlfriends and I are on the beach. We saved up and pulled all our money to go to Atlantic City. Oh, how the ocean looked then. Sounds beautiful, Mav. Everything looks so fresh and exciting with young eyes. They had a bar right on the beach, and my tits glistened in the sun, so I didn't even get carded. That was nice of them, I guess. Didn't pay either. The boys knew I couldn't keep money in a, in a bottom that tight, so we were pretty loaded around 3 p.m. That, that must have been quite a beautiful day. Oh, it was just getting started. We met a large Argentinian man named Ronaldo right underneath the boardwalk. Uh-oh? The alcohol started to drain us, so we all took turns doing blow right off his cock. Jesus. Sucking, sucking it just, just a little bit. A little bit? A little bit? Oh, I was such a tease before I met you, Gerald, I have to say it. Oh, the rest of the night was a blur, but I do remember a, a revolver and someone taking out only f- five bullets. Mav, did you play Russian roulette? Well, <laughs> we spent our entire marriage stealing cars and disrespecting cops. What did you think I was like in my 20s? I get, yeah, I guess you got me there. I Marv's, Marv starts to cough. <coughs> Gerald takes a handkerchief and wipes it up. No. I'm in, I'm in so much pain, Gerald. I, I know, Marv. It'll, it'll be over soon. Just, just keep talking with me for a little longer. Well, <coughs> someone had to pay for dinner, and, and we spend all our money just getting to the city, so... No, 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 no. Not, not about that. A different day. Your favorite day of this year. Oh, well, that's easy. I, I remember waking up and, and seeing a little blue jay on my window singing to me as the sun rose. That's beautiful. That's, and it was that's beautiful. 5.43 in the goddamn morning, so I snatched that fucker and cooked it with my morning eggs. That's this... Mav, that's this... Mav! Oh, hon, they're high in, in protein and vitamins. You'll, you'll understand when you're old. I'm 32! No, Gerald, much older. You've given up on your dreams, so you decide to bag a doe-eyed youngin that loves you unconditionally because it's the first time they've truly tasted it. Gerald turns over in the bed with his back facing Mav. That that they didn't even have me in it, did it, Mav? No, no, my dear. My days with you are kind of like the center of the bell curve. No terrible days with you, but no spectacular ones either. Just good ones. I thought that fire in your heart was for me. The fire had to exist before you ever walked my way, Gerald. That's that's how you saw me. Do you love me? Oh, of course I love you. I just also love a shit ton of cocaine and putting random meat inside of me. Well, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta. <laughs> Gerald races out the door. Interior hallway continuous. Gerald tries in vain to catch his breath. There's a knock at the door. Gerald takes a moment to compose himself before opening. The doctor, soaked head to toe from the uh, from the storm, is in the doorway. I'm here, Gerald. I got here as fast as I could. Is she still with us? <laughs> Who? 
Marv, is she still alive? Oh, uh, Marv. She's... Uh, yeah, she's she's dead. Are you sure? She she might still have a pulse. The doctor tries to move past Gerald. Gerald puts his arm up to stop him. Nah, she big dead. Bitch, do be dead. <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, it's okay. Bye now. <laughs> I'm sorry? She dead. You go. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I use the phone? Nope. It dead too. At least come inside. I'm drenched. Nah. Smells like old dead bag in here. Okay. See you at the funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Gerald slams the door on the doctor. Gerald claps his hands together. Like, you know, when you just finished a project in the Disney Channel show, kind of (laughs) like. Fade to black. Jesus. (laughs) She dead. Jesus. Bye bye. No, it smells like an old dead bag in there. <laughs> I like, I like that when he says "nah, it dead too." You had the "it" of the sentence in caps. Nah, it did too. <laughs> I love. There is a distinct. There is a very big difference between Austin writing and Austin when he wants to be done writing. <laughs> like, nah, this this sketch done. <laughs> nah, it smells like old dead baggy. Okay, bye bye. Just, just like, make sure you turn the lights off. Beep boop. Bing bong. Yeah. Man, Austin. I didn't know you read me and Megan's text messages. That was <laughs> basically autobiographical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a real freak yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> 20 years when ago. When I was yeah. three. Yeah. Three years old. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I really liked that. I like cool. that so um, much. I, I thought I feel like I had a note at one point, but I forgot it. My um, note is that I'm so impressed with eight pages, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially in an hour. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, yeah. It's um, it's seven. because uh, yeah, the title page is seven eight, and a half. You know. Yeah, it's six and a half. You don't have to be humble, Austin. You did really well. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I gotta add more title pages next time. Yeah, yeah, I need two. I'm also like typing like screenplay, and y'all are yeah. doing Google Docs, so yeah, yours so would probably way. take more pages yeah. okay. in this kind of formatting. If that makes sense. So if I increase my font, uh, no. If you do the spacing, you don't have to be humble, Austin. You did really well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you think I, I couldn't think of more terrible shit Mav could have done? And I, I think it was. I honestly think oh, that, I that timing was good. Okay. Like okay. of everything. Well, and like, I, I think she kind of mentions like she moves from like. Not, you know, not that I'm shaming women for slutty behavior, but she kind of moves from like slutty 20 year old that like has sex with random people and does drugs to like anarchist because she mentions that they like do the, yeah, and the, Mm -hmm. well, and not even the Russian roulette, but the stuff that they do together as a married couple, like with the police and stuff. Yes. So it's like, I feel like if anything, you could do more with that behavior that she exhibits later in her life. I do agree. So this but, is an alternate ending to the movie Harold and Maude. Mm-hmm. And in the movie Harold and Maude, so the, uh, Harold is like 20 and she's like 70s, late 70s. Yeah. They steal cars and disrespect cops in the movie. And it's Got really it. funny. Yes. Got it. Nice. Dark Got it. 70s. Yeah. yeah. So I think like there's nothing else she needs to do because she, she, she lived an eventful life. I'll say that. Yeah. 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 Well, I really enjoyed that. I think that was all around. Yeah, Great was, sketches today. I really yeah, enjoyed it. Really, there was a line where really it was just workplace. like, 
but what if all the time we've spent together? So like we spend so much time together. It's like, how much time have you spent together? Like you're only like 32 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, that I was like, they could have really like the most they could have been dating is like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, At most. No, 12. It's 12 in my head. Oh, okay. Also <laughs> good. <laughs> is it 12? It's 12 in, in my head. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it. ethically speaking, Probably like 12 max. 12, 12.5. Oh, I mean, legally speaking, it's 14 max. Yeah. But sure, sure. But if we're Ooh. talking... Unless we're in Arkansas. If we're talking dog ears. If we're, if we're talking like um, R. Kelly rules. Yeah. <laughs> which we oh rarely are. Yeah. Yeah. But. All right. <laughs> uh, let's let's end it all right. Bing bong. Bing bong. Goodbye. Yeah. Bing bong. All right. Um, so if you like the show, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Right. Yes. Look for Danger Junior Productions. Blood trails. Yes, on the on leaves. Danger Junior Productions. You'll see all the other Danger Junior stuff. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to plug into your own social media? Do you? Um, yeah. I tag. I'll tag us all um, on the post, so okay. you can follow us individually there if you'd like. Yeah, and yes. I don't want you to follow me, so hey, don't follow, don't follow me. Logan. Don't follow Just me. Just make your account private. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Be the freak you want to see. I'm you specifically. Just though. don't follow me. Ooh. Little. Uh, hey, remember when Austin didn't know the lyrics to that one song? <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't realize it was a specific song. I thought you just made up some <laughs> lyrics. Okay, I'm getting off. I'm I kind of like yeah. that you didn't know. The Danger Junior Writers Room is a Danger Junior production. Produced by Austin Zessen, Logan Baggerly, Megan Castleberry, Jimmy D, and Blake Brown. Engineering and editing by Jimmy D and Blake Brown. Theme song written, composed, and performed by Blake Brown, Jimmy D, and Logan Baggerly. If you like the show, make sure to follow us on all of your podcast platforms and to leave a five-star review. Thanks a bunch. See you next week.